2: Now
4: Stop me if you've heard this one before. Homeless man gets on New York City subway, begins making verbal threats against the passengers, and then winds up dead when a good Samaritan seeks to intervene on behalf of the passenger or passengers. No, this is not the story of Jordan Neely. This is not the story of Daniel Penny. This is yet another incident in New York City, though, of a homeless person losing his mind. And, of course, we're going to talk talk about the reaction to this the potential charges that are going to be in effect whether or not jordan williams in this case is likely to be convicted but first i want to thank everybody who signed up over my website actualjusticewarrior.com join get early access to videos over there on the secret video page
0: give me the money give you give me the money
4: OK, and thank you to everybody who's listening via Apple, Spotify and Google's podcasting platform. Them, Steve Lacey and
5: I'm Natasha Verma, the attorney and family for the 20 year old suspect. Jordan Williams says he acted in self-defense. They say the person he stabbed had threatened other passengers and assaulted his girlfriend.
4: So once again, we are back in a situation that should have been avoided in the city of New York. Now, I've talked about time and time again about the importance how crucial it is to have broken windows policing and need i remind you that it has been proven since the era of will bratton actually being the commissioner of the transit police that enforcing fare evasion which is no longer done in new york city prevents a lot of violent instances from going on in the subway now i don't know for sure, that the homeless person in question didn't pay for his fare, but I think it's safe to say that that is likely, if not probable, in this moment. Now, a lot of people Are drawing parallels between this incident and the Jordan Neely Daniel Penny incident. And I just want to point out that those similarities are in fact quite superficial. However, the lawyer did not take that into account when initially trying to argue discrimination against his client, who, unlike Daniel Penny, who is a white male, is in fact a black male. Hey guys, editing Sean here. Real quick, I say throughout the course of this video, multiple times, that this incident involved a home homeless person, and it involved the person in question, our would-be self-defender. Now, when I looked this up in articles and whatnot, they only claimed that the person who was stabbed was an ex-con with multiple offenses, and I can't really find anything right now to verify that he was a homeless person, so please take that portion with a grain of salt. Thank you.
5: Yeah, hi there, Stephen Natasha. Well, first of all, when this incident happened on the subway, uh, on the J train on Tuesday, people, some people, immediately started making parallels between this incident and the one involving Daniel Penny, including the lawyer for Jordan Williams in this case. Now, he had said to reporters earlier today before court that his client was being treated differently and he was making claims of racism because his client was arrested immediately after the incident on Tuesday, while Daniel Penny was arrested two weeks after the chokehold death of Jordan Neely. So first and foremost, I've seen a lot of
4: people come down hard on the attorney for jordan williams but here's what i have to say to that and you'll remember this because it's the same thing that i say about all defense attorneys who say and do weird things that you might not like which is their job is to advocate for their client are there woke lawyers for sure 100 however this statement in and of itself trying to say that there's a discriminatory practice in the instance with his client falls under the category for me of advocating for your client So even though I don't like it, even though if I put it to the fact test, it would obviously come up fraudulent. I will say on behalf of the attorney that what he's trying to do is get his client the best possible circumstances as a result of this incident. And all of us should be happy to have an attorney like this that is willing to advocate for their client in any way possible, try to change the course of public opinion in any way possible. If we were to find ourselves in a similar kind of self-defense situation. In fact, I would also add that I would want Daniel Penny's attorney to be talking about discrimination as well because Alvin Bragg did not charge the black male and the maybe Hispanic, maybe Italian male who assisted in the restraint in Jordan Neely in that case, even though clearly and obviously if you're saying that the chokehold was some kind of improper action, them restricting Neely's ability to fight back would obviously make them accessories to that crime. I mean, think about it like this. If you were to stab somebody and I came up behind them and held their arms back so they couldn't defend themselves from the knife, we would both go down for that murder. We would both go down for that manslaughter. We would both go down for whatever charges resulted from your action, regardless of whether or not I stabbed that person. Yet, in the Jordan Neely-Daniel Penny case, they're not charging the minorities. Now, There are giant distinctions between these two cases that need to be made. They need to be highlighted so that you can understand how it is not discrimination for Jordan Williams to be arrested night one, while Daniel Penny had to await arrest after about two weeks. Now, the first thing that needs to be pointed out is that Jordan Williams is, in fact, a black man, and his name is Jordan, which is Eric Adams' son's name. Therefore, therefore, this is somehow supposed to have some significance because that makes him like Mayor Eric Adams.
5: My fellow New Yorkers, this has been a week of strong emotions in our city. One of our own is dead. A black man, black like me. A man named Jordan. The name I gave my son.
4: Sorry, that clip is so absurd. And the fact that CBS, by the way, cut that portion out of the video because it was so embarrassing should tell you all you need to know about eric adams trying to bias the jury in the jordan neely daniel penny case but to be honest to be real the differences are quite distinct and in fact i would say the only things that are similar are that it involved a homeless person and took place on a subway
5: now go ahead and take a look at this video here because this is jordan williams he is surrounded by his family as he left court today now in the incident involving him on Tuesday. Tuesday. He had used a knife to stab De Victor Udrogo in the chest. He says Udrogo got on the subway on Tuesday, was yelling and threatening riders, and then hit him and his girlfriend. That is when Williams says he stabbed him, killing him.
4: Let me explain. So, In the Jordan Neely case, there were threats of violence. Now, I think that the threats rose to a level where they warranted a physical response. And there was a physical response from Daniel Penny that resulted in the death, but it wasn't a deadly force response. As again, it was meant to subdue this person. However, in this case, we actually have some strengthening things for Jordan Williams and some things that weaken his case. So in this case, the homeless person gets on the train. He makes the threats just like Jordan Neely. Then he starts assaulting people and specifically, apparently, he sucker punched the girlfriend of Jordan Williams in the face and then began to assault him in some manner that is not well described. Then Jordan Williams pulls out a knife and stabs this homeless person in the chest and that results in his death. Now, obviously, this is different for a couple of reasons. Obviously, you have the physical assault actually being initiated by the homeless person. But more importantly, you have the drawing of a knife which is an unambiguous deadly weapon, and thus you can argue that this person needlessly, which is what the prosecution is arguing, escalated this to a deadly force situation. This is wildly distinct from the Daniel Penny situation, which was physical force that ended up resulting in a death. You have an escalation here to deadly force, which, of course, is more likely by its very name to cause death. So in that regard, you have a more serious assault situation, but also a more serious response, and you have the same charges as in the penny case, but In a way, you could say he has a better defense, but also the prosecution has a better case against Williams.
5: Now, the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office had asked for $100,000 bail for Williams. By the way, that is the exact same bail that Daniel Penny has through the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. But in this case here in Brooklyn, the judge said no bail and released Williams.
4: Now, there are two very distinct things that were said there, and one is obvious for you guys, and I'm sure you picked up on it right away, and that is the fact That the district attorney in Brooklyn actually requested the same exact bond amount, $100,000, as was requested and approved of in the borough of Manhattan in the Daniel Penny case. However, contrary to what...
2: Order now
1: fighterflare.com
4: flare.com. went down in the Manhattan case the bail here was just reduced to 0 and this person Jordan Williams was allowed to exit the courtroom free awaiting trial and this is not something that i'm necessarily against i don't think he is likely to flee or he's likely to stab another person again it's very unique circumstances where a homeless person attacked his girlfriend right in front of him and unless you think that he's likely to reoffend as in homeless people are likely to attack her specifically again you <laughs> you would think that it would be unlikely that he would become involved in another piece of criminality. However, the second thing that you didn't notice, other than the disparity in treatment in terms of the bond, is the fact that this is the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office, not the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. Remember, Alvin Bragg is the DA who is funded by George Soros and his affiliated groups. He's one of the worst prosecutors in the country for Manhattan, not for New York City. And there is a big difference. So you have a different district attorney's office in this scenario who is trying on paper to prosecute this case as similarly as possible to Alvin Bragg's case out of Manhattan. But to be clear, we have a prosecutor that is nowhere near as bad. And again, this likely explains some of the different treatment as it went before a Brooklyn judge rather than a Manhattan judge.
5: Now his family again here supporting him today. And his lawyer once again had claimed to reporters that before court that there was a double standard here, that his client was being treated unfairly. But now he has changed his mind. Here's what he had to say and what William's mom had to say.
4: Well, I can walk that back. Um, Look, I think that I think him being charged right away and held was obviously different than how Mr. Penny was
2: released and had a few weeks and then had to voluntarily surrender himself.
4: But
5: do you think that was racist? That was
2: that was a big difference, but then we saw the difference today where they asked for the same amount that Daniel Penny's bail was, and this judge released my
4: client. So I can't applaud the court system enough. Now, while I gave credit to the attorney and I granted him a bit of grace for advocating for his client, I tend to realize how stupid this man is and how much he put his foot in his mouth by claiming racism immediately based on the initial arrest, even though again his client according to himself acted with a weapon which was not what happened in the penny situation and therefore those different circumstances could have resulted and actually did result in the different treatment on top of that Time is linear, so the Daniel Penny situation in the subway happened before, so people are reacting to the reaction to that non-arrest initially, with the arrest here initially, so there are a bunch of reasons and logical explanations that have nothing to do with racism for that difference in treatment. So again, he made himself look like a buffoon, but I grant him some grace because he's advocating for his client. Then when confronted by the Fox 5 local reporter about how his client is actually getting it easier than... Than Daniel Penny. He just says, Oh, you know, I'm gonna walk that back. And I'll just say, listen, listen, Um, I'm very happy with the court's decision, because I don't think he genuinely thought it was going to go this way. I don't think he realized that a lot of what had to do with Daniel Penny was the fact that you had people like Ocasio-Cortez and other politicians calling for this man's head calling for the prosecution to target him due to the color of his skin. And these things are just not true in the case of of Jordan Williams. And in fact, Jordan Williams, even though he acted clearly with deadly force in this situation, and I think might have a bigger hurdle to overcome as compared to the case that we're talking about in Manhattan, I believe actually has a less chance of being convicted than does Daniel Penny, especially because he actually has a give, send, go, and it seems to be doing pretty well. And by the way, I'm going to link to his give, send, go in the description of this video if you guys want to donate because whatever his goofy lawyer said here or there is not really relevant what is relevant is that new york city once again refuses to enforce the law they let these people who have a bunch of priors roam free they can end up threatening and attacking people and then all of a sudden when you defend yourself when you actually fight back against the criminals the prosecution develops a spine and they remember what their job is so i do support Jordan Williams in this particular case, even though I think his case is distinct from Daniel Penny's. It might seem similar, but I've explained how those similarities are actually quite superficial because in my opinion, if you were to deck my fiance in the face, like this guy's girlfriend got decked in the face and then tried to attack me and you're threatening to kill me, I don't think you're entitled to a fair one-on-one karate battle. I think whatever I have at my disposal to end the threat should be worn. And I think New York City laws, New York State laws should recognize the fact he didn't pick this battle. He didn't pick the terms of this fight, but he came prepared for this fight. And luckily for him, he was able to get out of that situation without serious bodily injury to himself or towards his girlfriend I think it's actually gentlemanly for this man to perfect and defend his girlfriend in this scenario and we don't see that enough from young 20 year old so I give all the credit in the world to Jordan Williams do I wish he didn't have to kill this person or he had a different force multiplier or he was able to subdue him physically of course the loss of life is always tragic but that being said I don't expect him to get into a karate battle that he may or may not lose based on the fact that new york city doesn't want to do anything about these violent homeless people it doesn't want to do anything about these criminals it's absurd it's insane and again linked to his gofundme in the description of this video let's hear from his mother
0: how jordan was raised his upbringing i'm not to my own horn. however his upbringing is what made him the, the wonderful young man that he is today and he he has he cares about life he cares about those of the lives of others yes. and he is extremely remorseful
5: thing his mother who you just heard from there uh, april williams as well as williams aunt they both said look this has nothing to do with daniel penny's case there are no similarities there are no parallels the only thing that is the same is that it happened on a subway
4: now while i appreciate the mother now saying that there's no connection between the daniel penny case and her son's case i want to make something 100 percent obvious to you guys out there in the audience the connections between the two didn't come out of nowhere it didn't come from the court system it actually came from the attorney and from the family. Apparently originally in the Get and Go campaign they were also alleging some kind of racism or whatever. Now I understand advocating for your son and all of that so I'm not going to come down too hard on these people but in reality they're the ones who put forward this narrative that it was the same case. But now that the treatment in the case actually shows a disparity in favor of Williams versus Daniel Penny, we can see that they want to drop the comparisons because now that comparison is clearly and obviously unfavorable. Remember, the charge that was submitted was the same exact charge that was submitted for Daniel Penny, which is quite interesting because when you pull out a knife that actually is more requisite intent than anything that Daniel Penny would have done in his previous situation. Now, I've said that I think you can still make a self-defense argument here. The guy did use physical force against the girlfriend and against him according to the complaint, but he was threatening deadly force so you can have that presumption that he might be presenting a deadly weapon at any moment and all those things definitely apply but if you look at this objectively as objectively as possible no bail versus a hundred thousand dollar bond knife present so deadly weapon yet equivalent charge which is in reference to the fact that this guy in the penny case used physical force that resulted in this person's death and all of that adds up to a better set of circumstances for jordan williams as compared to daniel penny so while i'm not rooting against jordan williams in his particular trial because the actions of the person were in fact worse thus you can argue provoked a worse response i am going to point out that objectively he acted in a manner more likely to cause deadly force and actually did in fact present the deadly weapon and utilize did in a way that daniel penny did not but again i'm gonna leave these questions these thoughts up to you guys in the audience and i really want to know what you guys think if you like this video tell me by leaving a like if you want to subscribe guess what there's a subscribe button for more content you can follow me on all my social medias support me via the support links in the description of this video this has been me talking about a parallel case to the daniel penny case that of jordan williams till next time
1: a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive fifty one percent off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top Ten Foods That Burn Belly Fat and Top Ten Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a sixty day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com, that's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited time deal before they sell
2: out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Or Order now.